This is Frame of Reference, a podcast where two homeschooling parents unpack our perspectives on varying topics related to parenting, education, and the absolute fuckery of our nation. I'm Takesha, and this is Shanice. We are back. Welcome. Hi. What's up? Uh, we are we're kind of struggling a little bit today for what we want to talk about. Um, we're not, I'm not in the best of moods myself, so we're just going to ramble and see if it takes us to somewhere interesting, so at least we get a recording out of the way. It's been a rough day. Uh, so let's see, how sections go for us? Um, what's going on? Um, I guess I'll start today, because, um, I'm in a bit of a rut. I've been binge-watching shows. On Netflix and so we're all like tired, unmotivated, bored, I don't know, all those things. So I'm hoping it's just something that'll pass soon and then I can get into a more rhythm of things. So I don't know. know what's going on with you today's? Um, not much. I'm just trying to get ready to head into September when everything picks up again. All the activities start. Trying to get things out of the way. Scheduling doctor's appointments. Oh, we need a new dentist. I hate going in the summer, taking kids in the summer because everybody's trying to get to school physicals and all that. We usually go late fall. Speaking of summer things, I really thought we would be at the splash parks all summer. And I feel like we only went like twice. Maybe three times. I think it's because it's not really a thing here. Like they're not... When we were up north, they were in almost every park. Well, in Jersey City. <laughs> north. North is like. Oh, yeah, London has one. Yeah. Elizabeth has a bunch. I just feel like Essex County has, has like a bunch. None, except for Newark and the ones that are in Newark and like Lilas. But yeah, outside of that, there are a few. There is that one we tried to go to the other day and that didn't work out. So I'm hoping I could try that one again before the summer, the sun is gone, the heat is gone. Yeah, I feel, oh, well, my summer just went away, like flew away. I am compiling our regularly used recipes and remedies, more mm. remedies, um, so that we can print them, especially things that uh, we may not know all of the steps by heart yet because the government is trash and people are trash and I imagine a lot of these web pages are going to start coming down soon. Well, they already have in a lot of ways, depending on what else they talk about besides recipes and remedies. So, yeah, that's annoying. Being proactive. I need to do that. I was in um, Michael's the other day. We went to and the one in Clark has a Michaels next to it. Um, and a five below. We're in five below as well. 
and um, I was gonna buy they have these little photo books like it's not five by seven it's like but it's um, horizontal um, maybe four by six ish size and I was gonna buy one of those for these recipe cards that I've been collecting or creating little by little uh, the line was very long <laughs> I hate, like okay it wasn't long long but it was like five people in line and it was it didn't seem like it was moving that fast so I put the book back but then I looked and I'm like why are there so many people online in the middle of the day and I keep forgetting it's the summertime <laughs> so everything in the summer is like extra for me you know like more people shopping it's a weird time of day and then you go from that to maybe having a little break and then it's the holiday traffic well, yes and no. Like, holiday traffic, though, is kind of limited to certain pockets and times of the day that you typically just avoid because people are at school, people are at work, so they can only go on the weekends, they can only go after work or before work if you're getting up super early. Um, you better avoid that if you want to. I haven't figured out the system around here. I know, but when I know, like in uh, after Thanksgiving in Clifton area, like, Ruth, like it's like the worst place to go. Like everybody, because you know, the closer it gets to Christmas, the more people are trying to figure out how to get their stuff done. And it's like, and it's not just that, but it's also a parking situation and the traffic in general. But yeah, I don't know how it is most around here. things down this way. At least anything that I've bothered to visit, mm -hmm. I have ample parking. Alright, so maybe we won't have the issue too much here. We'll see, I'll pay attention this year because that shopping center by me has like Target, Walmart, like everything in it. And it seems like they have a lot. I've never seen it overflowing, but I also don't go there on the weekends during a time where everybody's out. Like, I've gone to Target mm -hmm. at the end of the day in, Ho in Home Depot and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, that'd be interesting. But, I don't know. I'm trying to... I feel like I've been trying to find a rhythm of, like, how to do things here and there. I had to bribe the kids the other day when I was at... When we went to um, Whole Foods for something. I was like, I will buy you baked goods if you don't run and yell in the store today. <laughs> And Jonathan and Kamor wanted um, cinnamon rolls, and Kyson wanted a muffin, which is weird. He wanted a corn muffin. I guess mm -hmm. because we eat cornbread, so he was like corn muffin. Corn muffins that are, cover a wide variety of taste and textures. That it's such a misnomer when you're used to cornbread. Like <laughs> <could> be anything. <laughs> yeah. So their corn muffin is, I don't know. I like their chocolate chip one, which is the corn muffin with chocolate chips. And it's basically their random muffin. I don't know why they call it a corn muffin. Maybe they use a little bit of corn flour. I don't know. Anyway, so I was like, you don't want the one with chocolate chips? <laughs> that's what he got. Uh, oh, that's the other reason why my Whole Foods bill was 80-something dollars when I expected it to be under 50 because I got everybody muffins and they're like a mm. dollar. No, no, I think the muffins are like two dollars and change at Whole Foods. And I was gonna buy Jonathan and Kamora the case of cinnamon runs, which was like five in there. So Jonathan's like, I get two and Kamora gets two. I was like, no, what the hell? So I noticed that in the loose 
pastries. They had the, the cinnamon rolls. So I was like, oh no, you get in one each and it's cheaper because that was like $8 for the thing. But yeah, I bribed them. Like I did not see myself getting here at this point of bribing the kids because I threatened Kaisen like five times. Like you're not coming back to me to Whole, to me to Whole Foods because with me to Whole Foods because he was running around the other day and we lost him. And the problem is the kid, then the other two think that it's their job to find him. And then, so you have three kids running around. And when I tell them to stop, they're like, but Kyson, I'm like, but you don't have to do this. It's not your job to find him. So, and he's just, he just thinks it's hysterical. So like, I'm not, I don't know if it's embarrassed. I know something like sometimes it's like, you know, I'm embarrassed of like my kids not behaving or what it's just. I don't know, it's distracting, and I'm in this, like, phase now where I'm just too, <sighs> I don't know, I can't focus, I can't focus when too many things are happening at once around me, and I can't calm down and, like, really figure out what's going on, so I'll just get all, like, short and antsy, whatever, I'm just like, stop it, stop moving, <laughs> but yeah, so, I guess that's what's going on. I need some therapy. Oh, um, oh man, I closed the book. What was the other? So we have our what's going on, and then we have our suggestions. Oh, uh, that's what I was telling you about. So podcast books, anything new that you come across? I see you got some books over here. Or is any um, you are into that you recommend? I haven't looked at these books yet. I ordered them from various libraries mm. and Neil picked them up. But I have been ordering books to get ready for the school year for mm-hmm. book and things that thing everybody's doing separately. So some books that Jonathan and Sierra will use, some things Tegan and mm. I don't know. I like them enough to order them, so I'll share them. It's <laughs> disgusting, and we ate it. That looks oh. interesting. True food facts from around the world and throughout history. The Alphabet Thief by Bill Richardson. That looks cute. I don't know. You know what it reminds me of? You ever read, um, there's a book called Ella Minope. It's E-L-L-A... Minnow P is her last name. Um, That's cute. <laughs> she, it is cute. It's super cute. So she lives in a town. Hold on. So, from what I remember, it's been probably 15, at least 15 years since I read this book. Um, she lives in the town and something happens and they start passing laws. Oh, so they have a sculpture in the town, a, a statue and of like the town's founder or something and it's meant for kids but i believe it's a chapter book and one of the letters the letters start falling off of this thing because it's old and so they take this as a sign the people that run the town that it means that the founder wants us to stop using this letter so as all of the letters start falling off of the thing (laughs) in the text of the book they stop using the letter so you have to read, and it gets like ridiculous, both as the story itself gets ridiculous, but trying to read it and make sense of what is happening gets rid- It's cute. So this reminded me as like a little kid version of that. So that's 
And what the, I gotta find that book. Oh, I, I love that. That's so cute. I remember um, reading one of those um, choose your own ending books mm-hmm. and loving it. I don't remember the name of the book though, but I remember really liking a choose. Someone did that recently. Oh, that's yeah. that um, Bandersnitch. What they did with the um, what's it called? Elemental by Mark Dunn. And I just pulled it up. You can get it used for like a dollar ninety nine. It's um, it's cute. It's a quick read too. Um, and then I have Fact Tracker on the Vikings from the Magic Tree House. Do not send me emails about how you don't like the Magic Tree House. I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> Missy Violet and Me. This one is supposed to be really good. Um, So I'll just read what the back says. It says, I could hardly wait for school to be out. Missy Violet was one of the most looked up ladies in Richmond County. She knew how to bring babies into the world. Baby catching was her specialty. And all of a sudden, I felt real important. I'm going to work for Missy Violet. Work for Missy Violet. I sang softly under my breath. So that's about this little girl who gets to spend time with the midwife. Um, It's fun. It's highly rated. Oh, that's cute. We also got children, the children's book of mythical beast and magical monsters. That's mm. gonna be fun. And then I just got a bunch of books that are also mixed in. After what storm? Is that a specific uh, storm or just? No, I don't know. Mm. So this one is my pictures after the storm. It is a large board book. Mm-hmm. I'm trying I can't to get rid tell of you why books. I got this, but. There was a reason, so check it out. <laughs> Shocker Rising, A Legend of the Warrior Prince is a graphic novel series about Shaka Zulu. Oh, that's cool. So We got Fox and Crow Are Not Friends from my that's a good new reader. reader. Mm-hmm. The reading. Pomegranate Witch. Reading is going well for us, except for the challenge mm. of him actually reading every day. Like, he's like... Mm not following through and trying to get him to read to his siblings especially when they want to read a book that I'm like oh you can read this and then he goes to start reading it and then he can't remember how to pronounce any words which is the thing but he's he's doing pretty well he'll like pronounce out a word no where I'm like you shouldn't know that word but then the other word that I'm like okay that's a word you know he's like nah 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 now like how do you not get that sorry because you're expected but it's a word that it was no, but it was in the sentence before and we were fine. It'll be like it'll be like, okay, you just read that word. I I don't know what's going on here right now. You just read that word, you read that word in a book before that, you read that book in a book before that. You say this word on a regular basis. So what else? We're reading right now what we're listening to. Um, our current car book is the Jumbies. I can't remember. Let me see what the author of that is. And that is... We need a car book. Like a thriller book. It's rooted in Caribbean folklore um, about a little girl who is kind of fearless. And there's some scary spirits out um, out to get her. So it seems... I think Scholastic book. Scholastic has it now. Um, by Tracy Baptiste 
And so we listened to it in the car. I need to go through. I think the genre is horror fiction. Oh. So I don't know how it was going to work with Searsha because, you know, she gets in her feels. But What's so the difference far, between so horror in general and horror fiction? Because isn't most horror fiction. Well, there's a real one. Well, never mind. We live a real life horror story no, every day. Well, so. <laughs> no, we have to. Def- <laughs> we have to it, this is not ripped from the headlines. I This came from my own brain. <laughs> As opposed to, okay, uh, fair. It's yeah. cute though. And it makes me uh, think about like a lot of the people that I knew when I was a kid or younger and, and had relationships with. Um, one of the things they say a lot is like when new people come around, like who they who are her people mm. uh, which just cracks me up because I hear it all the time or I used to hear it all the time um, so yeah that's what we're reading right now that's cool we get new books in every day as we prep because I, I don't want I know the homeschoolers start getting their stuff in around September and I don't want to be waiting on my books because y'all because y'all got them so yeah well that would be me <laughs> so I put the order in Early. That'd be me because I keep wanting to get, prepare myself for that. Um, what's that? Um, words just left my brain. Uh, what's the thing that I had that um, what to call um, the curriculum that uh, Torchlight. Yes. Torchlight. I don't know if I pre-K or kindergarten. One of those two. I think you. The youngest one. Whatever the youngest one. I think it's pre-K. It's pre-K. It's pre-K. Yeah, even though twins are going in kindergarten, I did not do it. Um, but I've been meaning to like uh, like get together some of the books and start doing that. Because there's some fun stuff in it. And I have all the pr- it printed out now. I might as well use it. You know, I don't like to waste paper. <laughs> I'm like, well, we might as well do this. And I need to catch up on our herb fairies um, to get all that stuff together. So... I guess those are things that could be recommended because Torchlight comes highly recommended by a lot of people. Um, but I, oh, I wanted to. I, I, I like the books that they recommend in Torchlight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Okay. I think the group, the, the group she uses mm-hmm. is a pain in the ass. There's a lot of people who come to Torchlight because, you know, she marks it as secular and inclusive with a strong lean towards um, girls and women and um, social justice. And people are like, oh, that's great. And then they get there and they're like, but my son is not going to want to read all these books about girls. So can you give me other recommendations? And it's like, no, that's, that's not, that's not yeah. the point. See. Or there's lots of things like, I know you did all of these research and you make sure to check and all of these things are highly vetted and anything that says that it fits under this category you don't just use but I saw this book and you might like it and it's like no this book is all types of problematic just because it's a brown person on the cover does not mean and it's like oh. <laughs> maybe at the end of the curriculum you people will be better but are you reading the are you understanding I don't know right maybe. now no you know what? That sh- she should do a parenting version of that. Like you, you need to complete this course before you <laughs> teach this to your kids, because clearly you need to understand this stuff. Um, no, I remember us talking about that, and I'm like, Jonathan, I I can see having a kid that's like very, I don't want to do girl stuff all the time, but 
that doesn't mean you replace any of those things or whatever. Just maybe, okay, so then find a random book off the shelf and read it to your son then because for him to be able to find something that's centered around men, it's not that hard. Or teach them, explain to him why this is necessary. I find us ha- trying to have conversations like that, like me trying to explain, like, I guess I could understand how in our home it comes across as we do a lot of very heavy girl stuff, like... Mm-hmm. Who, he hates who runs the world. He went from being crying that it was um, boys run the world, not girls. He was upset that girls that the song said girls run the world. And then at some point he was like, girls and boys run the world. Like, yo, can we get some equality here? So I get like in our house that we're very like female centered. Even my husband's like, you gotta kind of get on this train, buddy. Like, you know, like women do run. I'm like, so I get that, but that's like. Uh, like instead of I don't know instead of being like no I need more things for my son to enjoy you kind of have to have the conversation which I assume is the point why this stuff is so heavily this way is because once you leave this house the the scale's gonna tip back in the other direction and we're trying to offer some balance here so it seems a little kind of unfair because it'll be like me and my daughter in the house like yeah girls run the world <laughs> like there's a reason why there's a girl runs the world song and not a boys run the world song i tried to explain that to him that was kind of interesting <laughs> like is there a boys run the world song I'm like well no because you don't need a song for that <laughs> like yeah uh, who would nobody want to listen to that <laughs> I, mean, I, I i get it though i mean well i don't get it i don't understand how the people who acknowledge that there's a curriculum that's very feminine centered don't get why that is there you just look at your son like oh I don't want him to be left out but you know the deal you know once he leaves here <laughs> like locker room talk and all that jack that shit will be just waiting for him I remember reading an article about a mom who was like who raised her sons to be feminists and then had an issue with them not being allies or whatever like they weren't standing up for certain issues around their friends because I don't know if she didn't teach them that way or if it was just because it was so heavy what does that have to do with being a feminist well she it was I guess in her house it was so heavy that they kind of tilted in the other direction Mm -hmm. in a way like but it, I think what I got from it was that there was a lack of, like, conversation into why, you know, like, kind of like yeah. you normalize it so much in your house that you didn't explain why you feel this way or why things are this way or whatever. I think they may have tilted back at some point, but it was a really interesting article because since then I've been like, well, how do I, you know, raise my son to be non-problematic and with that article, first I was like, oh, well, there's no way. No matter what I do, he still can potentially be whatever. But I feel like we don't talk about the nuances of things enough. Like, it's just like, okay, we're just going to teach this without, like, the backstory, you know? Anyway, all right. Um, what is this coming up? What, do we have anything that we need to announce? What's September like? Apple picking. Jam making. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, we are talking about going to Garden State Discovery. Is that earlier in the month? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like there are things at the end of the month that I'm drawing a blank on right now. I know I have a birthday party that I'm supposed to be planning, so I gotta get an uh, invitation going. Let me see. Everybody's starting to put their not back to school picnics and parties on the count on the. Okay, I have my history all stuff. All the uh, social media feeds. Mm-hmm. My sister wants to go peach picking, and I keep trying to put it off because I don't want to go. Nobody in my house likes peaches, really, but me. Well, now that I bought myself some diced peaches, because <laughs> nobody else in my house buys peaches, likes peaches, so it doesn't make sense for me to buy them very often. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, one of my kids wants to eat all my diced peaches. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big peach fan. My mom likes peaches, but I guess my sister is trying to like mix it up a little bit. She wants to go peach picking. Like you told me that when your child was born, that we were gonna go apple picking every year. I have conceded to the apple picking, and I quite enjoy it now that I have my own three. My goal now is to try to convince my husband to come, <laughs> but I'm not gonna hold my breath on that. Um, and he did come strawberry picking with us this year. I will give him that. Um, yeah, so she wants to go peach picking. Did he enjoy it? He picked more than I picked, it seemed like. Right. he. Oh, that doesn't mean he enjoyed it, though. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to tell if he, like, will he come back? I don't know. If, was it something that he... Huh. Like it's The problem is, apparently, he did this a lot with his grandfather when he was younger. So he okay. considers it boring. I'm like, what were you doing? What was boring? Because we go and we pick. We stand still if we don't want to pick and the kids run around. I just like the idea of being with the kids and the kids enjoying it. Like, there's nothing forced. We're not like, you must pick 75 apples or like, make sure. Like, we're not doing any of that. It's just like, have fun. Pick your apples. If the moms don't want to pick, we stand by and talk. But like, we're not going down that orchard. I'll meet you when you come back this way. And... It's usually just us. That's also another thing. I enjoy it a lot more when we're just doing it during the week versus when we used to do it on, when I used to go with my sister on you the know, weekend. I actually feel bad because I feel like Neil, there are lots of things that Neil wants to do and he mm-hmm. hasn't been able to. Um, in general, And one of those things is to, do he like stuff like that? Like he likes the pumpkin picking and all of that. And he like wants to, he doesn't want the pumpkins that are sitting on the field in front of some place. He like, Mm -hmm. he wants the knife and to cut the vine off and all of that crap. Mm. I tried to do it for a tree. He likes the picking things, Mm -hmm. but he never gets to go. And I just cannot bring myself to go on the weekend. And we're right here. I'm much closer than I used to be to these places and I just cannot bring myself to go on the weekend. I wanted to do that There's for the like, trees. Because the everybody's there like charging fee admission mm-hmm. fees and all kinds the of stuff fair. on the weekend. Everything's more expensive because mm-hmm. they like, well you you made it here. You might as well we might as well like get as many dollars at a year as possible. I, I feel like it's the experience I feel like I want to and I just cannot no. commit. <laughs> Even the Renaissance Fair we went to this weekend I was like, do I have to go on a weekend? Um but the what's it called it's that thing so um greg's first experience of going to ikea with me on a weekday is how i describe the rest of this stuff like we i remember going on a weekend looking for a mattress and all the children with us were melting down and he's just like we couldn't function in getting the mattress done and then 
another time he went with me was during the week and he was like because he was like he hates going to ikea he's like well, i don't want to go to ikea i don't want to look at stuff so we went during the week one time and he looked at me and he was like this is how it is on the weekday <laughs> and the difference was so tremendous and i forgot like i don't know why i didn't put those two together because I'm just so used to we're so used to going during the week, yeah. And I avoid the weekend that when I went with him on the weekend, it was just like okay, I'm going on the weekend because this is the way you can go. I just didn't put together like the reason why we hang out here as a play date, and it's so interesting. But yet, Greg's experience of IKEA is this stressful, too many people experience, and we're so disconnected from the IKEA experience because I get I had both experiences, you know, like I had more of the during the day because i've been going there since john like my oldest was young so for seven years i've been going to ikea just to chill on a weekday that i didn't realize that his experience is that it's overcrowded the lines are long it's too many people the kids are crying I'm like yeah we don't have that experience <laughs> but yeah so his reaction to that is how i feel about everything we do now as homeschoolers so like um i was i was trying to convince my family member her son's birthday is next week um and they'll be down or tuesday actually and they're gonna be they're they're up here um for a what a family wedding or whatever and she was like i'm trying to think of places to go because she's i'm like you can go to chuck e cheese oh my kids a trip to chuck e cheese anyway but oh the staten island children's museum your kid might like for like a little birthday party you know like outdoors you could just bring stuff they won't care you know yeah and then, so she went to call them. This is what we were talking on Monday, and she's like, "Oh man, they close Monday and Tuesdays." So and Tuesdays. Thank okay. I'm glad because I was like, I knew they might be closed one day. She said they're closed Mondays and is that Tuesdays. Just for the summer? Must be. I don't. I didn't. That's. I was like, she didn't know because almost all of the museums are closed. Oh, children's museums, the, even the science center, are closed on Mondays, and Which they've been that way for yeah. years. I'm like, I knew it was one day of the week, but I didn't know about Tuesdays. Two days a week? I, that's, I said to her it might be a summer thing. Actually, you know, Unless not that it makes it, it makes it better, because that has its own issues. The North Museum was doing something like that at one point. They were only closed, I mean, they only open like Wednesday through Sunday at some point. Which is fair, because <clears throat> if you figure like some businesses give two days off for their employees, if you're going to be open Saturday and Sunday, you need to find two days during the week. Fair. But yeah, I was caught off guard about the Staten Island Children's Museum being closed on Tuesday. Because she was going to call, because I was telling her, if you're going to do it on a Sunday, because she was debating on doing it Sunday coming up, mm-hmm. and I was like, just make sure that the grounds are open. Because I wasn't sure if they were open on a Sunday at the time we were talking. Just make sure the grounds are open or what they think their um, crowd is like on the weekend. Because like I was telling her, I don't go on the weekend, and I don't go on the weekend in the summertime. So those two things yeah. put together, I don't know what how crowded it could be, but based on when we go, you could literally come up, roll up there with your party in hand and never go inside the museum, you know? And <laughs> so I was trying to explain that to her. So she, when she told me it was closed on Monday and Tuesday, I was like, well, I don't know. But um, like your kids will enjoy the museum. She's like, oh, good, because then we could eat, like have cake and stuff outside and then go inside and enjoy yeah. the museum. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you've had a birthday party there, right? Did I make that up? No, Sierra's. Uh, I think first birthday. I oh, so well, I was wrong. Which kid it was? Yeah. And was it expensive? First or birthday? No, her second birthday because we didn't do a first birthday for Sierra. Uh. Um, second birthday. <laughs> it wasn't expensive, and I'll tell you what they used to do. They don't do this anymore. But what they used to do is, you know how places give 
a trip to come back or like something mm-hmm. to get people in the door of their facility. What they used to do and what they did for her party was you had your party and the thing that you got to come back was a membership for a year for the kids that attended the party. Now, they absolutely do oh, not do they that do anymore. Not, yeah. I think now they do. You get a trip like one uh, one day to come back or something like that. But it, And so for that whole year after her party, we had always had people and playdates because everybody we knew now had memberships yeah. to... Uh, so, the children's museum. So now that I'm thinking of it, we may need to go check out their website because she also says something about adults. I feel like it's. I thought. I thought it was adults and kids. Everybody was eight dollars. So it was. Okay. I think she said the kids was a le- lesser price, and then. Um, lesser price. There should be more. They're doing the stuff. Exactly, and then something about. Um, grandparents, no, um, senior citizens being five dollars, and I was like, no, grandparents is free. So let me, I got my computer right in front of me. Why am I? <laughs> um, I was like, wait, did they change a bunch of stuff? <laughs> we haven't been in a while, right? No. Yeah. So no, my kids are over. Yeah, I was trying to explain to her how we have at least two people that are problematic when we go. Um. In way of like, what's it called? This says July and August. Oh, you're looking at it? Tuesday and Thursday through Sunday, they are open from 10 to 5. On Wednesdays, they are open from 10 to 7. Oh, so why did she say they were closed on Maybe Tuesday? Maybe she was looking at the wrong place. Because there's also a Staten Island Museum right in that same complex. Oh, maybe she didn't so put that might children. Let me look at the admission. No, yeah, eight dollars. Ages one and up. Grandparents are free all day on Wednesdays. Oh no! Look on your right. Visit us. Free hours July and August. Wednesdays, five to seven p.m. That's always been the case. General public. So that's what she read. Yeah, because right here says July and August Tuesday. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Close most Mondays. And did you say this? Maybe she typed in something wrong. Cause I'm Maybe like, she put Staten Island Museum. Yeah. Because it's in the same complex. Um, oh, and that's what probably where the prices were different for going in. Alright, so I'm going to have to call her back and tell her. Yeah, Wednesday through Sunday. Alright. And then, yeah, adults eight, children five. Okay. And then seniors are five. Yeah, she looked at the wrong thing. Oh, okay, because I was like... <laughs> like I'm confused. All right, so I'm gonna have to tell her because all of that threw me off. Um, but it, yeah, so she might be able to do this because she wanted somewhere that we could go. I was like Staten Island, um, the Children's Museum would be great. I just wasn't sure if they were closed, if the grounds would be closed. You know, because I was like, we could, you could potentially have a birthday party. Snow Harbor? No. Snow Harbor. So the the gates would always be open if they're not if the museums um, aren't open. I was like, there's a bunch of stuff yeah, you like do on the you ground. Yeah, you can go walk around and stuff, even if the buildings themselves okay, are so, so let me, I'm going to call her up. They, I think they're in New York, so they left yesterday, and I think they've been keeping us posted. So I'm going to call her up and tell her t- to have his birthday party there, because I think it'll be fun. I told her, hell, I was like, I, at first I was like, if you have it at my house, I know a bunch of people who could come. <laughs> we just, he wants a bunch of kids at his birthday party, but if it's just us, I think this would be 
because I think if she's staying with my uncle and and um, if they're staying with my uncle in Long Island, to get to Staten Island and us to get to Staten Island would be very reasonable. My sister could figure out how to get there too. <sighs> All right. Hold up. This Staten Island Children's Museum admission is eight dollars per person, ages one and up. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like that should be two and up because, like. As a two-year-old, can you really enjoy the... Oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, anyway, so that was kind of... I should have checked it. I thought... I was so thrown off when she was like, they're closed on Tuesdays. Because I was like, I feel like we've been on a Tuesday. <laughs> I feel like this doesn't sound right to me. But yeah, anyway. All right. Um, we do not have a main topic. We did some sections. We had some talk. We are have a reasonable um, time for this conversation. I really would like for us to get some questions coming in. I feel like I want to hijack questions that I hear other people asking and be like, look, y'all left out a whole ass com- like perspective over here. So um, I don't know if there are any questions that you get asked on a regular basis that maybe we could address. I get asked. I don't. People don't ask me things. I mean, okay. I feel like most people know that we homeschool at this point. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, and at this point, most of the people that I know, or at least the majority, are homeschooling, unschooling, self-directed, or actively trying to become a homeschooling, unschooling, self-directed family. So what would you give any And tip? everybody else, I just don't acknowledge. Like, I don't... Yeah, I, so I, don't I, I don't have time anymore to, like... I think I was... Happy. Want to explain myself to people. I have long ago outgrown that. Well, not... Okay, so not, not questions about, like, your homeschooling thing, but, like, somebody getting into it, a question that they may have. Yeah, people may ask like curriculums or what's you what does a day look like for you or what do you think about homeschooling or any tips for new homeschoolers or even not homeschooling related, you know, other things. Tips for homeschoolers, stop worrying about what other homeschoolers are doing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's that's the most important tip. I was thinking the other day about this convers this I don't know why I didn't write it down as a so just this topic for us. Um Man, I can't remember how I was phrasing it in my head. Damn it. I don't know. I lost it. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I can't remember anything these days. But um, homeschooling. Related to homeschooling? Yeah, like, I don't know if it was about people asking questions or know, homeschooling 101 now this like whatever yelling is happening outside is distracting <laughs> um but yeah no i i had it it was in my head i i was thinking it and then i lost it um but anyway whatever um so what was i saying frequently asked questions that people tend to want to know about homeschool oh people i know this is not what i was thinking but i know sometimes people come to me um wanting to 
get resources. I think that's the like I will say I get a just any like I will get a call or email a text or whatever once in a while from someone who knows someone who's homeschooling and they want to know if there's anything that I can because now I've become oh that's what I wanted to say I remember now I wanted to be clear about like homeschooling for me or whatever like so I feel like when it comes to uh, breastfeeding or baby wearing stuff that I tend to want to be a resource tend to want to be someone that you can come to to ask questions or help out with whatever like yeah I know how to do this I can help you be better at breastfeeding or be better at baby wearing or whatever when it comes to homeschooling I don't care <laughs> like I have no I'm not an advocate for homeschooling you know like our unschooling it's not like I'm anti but it's like I have no invested interest in you homeschooling outside of me wanting to build community you know? Well, I think I, I mean, mean okay. <laughs> I think for a long time, if people ask, I would tell them like, "This is what we're using. This is what we're doing. Or, or, like, this is things that we like." But I find that I, I, and I think I feel like we talked about this before, is that people get so wrapped up in their perception of your kids, or their perception mm-hmm. of what you're doing, or their perception of your uh, quote unquote success at it at this at schooling at education and you know um that your recommendation almost becomes like a step-by-step field guide and it's like that is so not the point Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so i just don't like to do it anymore unless it is i don't like to do it in terms of giving general recommendations um to people I don't actually know. Like, if I know you have a relationship with you, you know my kids, you know, like, we... Mm-hmm. You know that I'm not telling you a step-by-step guide to something. Um, where I, whereas I find that new homeschoolers um, or people who are transitioning from one type of homeschool, one philosophy of homeschooling mm-hmm. or another tend to go, okay, this is what you used, so this is what I need to use, and I need to make it work, and that's not case like your kids are so drastically different and personality from each other but even from September to December mm-hmm. right so my kids their personalities and what they need or what they want fluctuate throughout the year based on the seasons based on the weather based on what else they have done that year what they've been experienced uh, what they experienced in those couple months and it might go back to what you were doing in September at some other time of the year and it might not and we are always prepared to adjust but if I'm having a conversation with you about some math curriculum my kid liked for like a month or two during the year you're not necessarily understanding that it's for that month or two well, see, my, my thing is not even, like, people don't ask me what I do as a homeschooler because I usually throw out the unschooling thing real quickly. And, you know, I'm like, I don't do anything with my kids. I don't teach. I don't do anything. But the question will be more like resources. Like, I know a family who's think, who is interested in homeschooling. Can you send us a website or a link or something? No, I don't have any of that. I can't even tell you how I became a homeschooler and what I do. That's what, like, I can throw out, like, Fair the Free Child I could tell them about like the the um, documentaries we've listened to or whatever. I'm like, and that's all I can do because I'm like, 
I have no invested interest in retaining resources that you can use later. Like, even though we talk about suggestions of books or resources, like, I mean, like, not resources, but, like, podcasts or curriculums or whatever, but I'm the wrong person to come to to ask questions on how can someone thinking about homeschooling get into the process? Because I don't care to, re- I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I want to support you if you want to sit down and have a conversation like, like what you're saying or whatever, but I don't care enough to be like, okay, I have a whole so, thing binder full of like resources. It's so <laughs> individual mm-hmm. that I don't think any of that matters. Like it's, the why doesn't really matter. Like the only thing that is useful information is to stop worrying about what other people mm-hmm. are doing. Stop trying to be like school. And like revisit why you chose to homeschool? Yeah. Why is it of interest to you? I want my The second that people become homeschoolers, though, right? Mm-hmm. They forget all of the reasons that they wanted to homeschool. <laughs> I get that. So it's like I wanted to homeschool because I don't like my. I want my kids to have more time to play. Mm-hmm. I don't like all of the testing. I don't like all of the structure. I want my kids to be free and like. And then they start homeschooling. They're like, okay, I need all of the curriculums. I need a detailed hour by hour breakdown of your day. Like, it's like, but you, what? <laughs> it has to come from the guilt or whatever between them and the people who. And the fear. And I get it. But it's like, okay, breathe. And all of the things that you said before, that's what you need to be doing. That explains why I'm now, so if rare. You have a specific question about a spe- one specific thing. I can help you, but this whole, like, my lifestyle redirects my entire culture of my family. It's like, you... I get that. You have to do that on your own. Yeah. it's That's that's why, like, the world thinks it's school at home, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So... I don't think for a long time it was, but I feel like that's looking... I take that back. For a long time it was for a very specific type of homeschool, Mm -hmm. and that people tend to think... That that type of homeschooler was the only type. Because they've been unschoolers forever. And they've Mm -hmm. been people educating their kids at home via variety means forever. Um, But we tend to look at the Duggar style. Everybody at the table and their long dresses, knees covered, hairs drawn back. Studying everything from the Bible <laughs> and no real science, mm-hmm. and like this is what homeschooling is, and it's it's not for I think at this point, the majority of people. True. Yeah, I know that. that I I do things for the shock value. So I enjoy telling people how I I don't do anything or I don't teach my kids anything, and we do nothing all day long. Like that, as I sit down and some days try to teach them how to read. Um, but yeah, I think, and that's the other thing. Like, you, and it depends, right? Like, so, like, some for some things I don't teach my kids, yeah. and for other things, they do. Mm-hmm. And for you know, sometimes they say, you know what, I want to do more one on one work with you mm-hmm. because they feel like that's part of their built in quality time. I like um, it, it's quality time. So, it just, it varies so much that I don't like to give people general advice anymore mm-hmm. unless they've been homeschooling for a while, at least a few months mm-hmm. and that they have if you ask them something about like what type of 
homeschooling philosophy are you gravitating towards? Like, why are you homeschooling? Mm-hmm. And they can give you a real answer. What does you... My, my big thing is, like, what is it that your kid like and what is your kid doing? And you'd be amazed at how many people, like, I, I don't really know. But you've been homeschooling for three months. You don't know what your kid likes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did. So here's a good suggestion for that. We bought binders from Five Below the other day, right? And I got the dividers and mm-hmm. some loose leaf paper. And then each kid got like a folder because it had hole punches in it. I was like, oh, I'll get them a folder. Actually, it started with the folders. And then uh, um, they, they had wide rule and college ruling. I love college rule paper. But I was like, does it make more sense to get these kids wide rule paper? So I got them all wide rule um, a spiral binder. And in the car, I was setting them all up. So binder, I mean, um, notebook, dividers, some paper, and a folder. And when we got home, they were asking what those tabs were for. Were for. So I was showing Jonathan, oh, you put them into the different parts of the dividers and you have like subjects of different things. So let's talk about what you want to learn this whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I wrote one. What did I do for him? I think I did reading. So I wrote reading on one of the tabs and put it in because what we're supposed to be, what he's supposed to be doing with reading is, is a challenge that in a... 14 days straight, he needs to read a book each day. Mm-hmm. And every the next day, I came up with, because he kept he runs around the house driving me crazy in the morning, like nobody else is sleeping, says that you need to review the book that you're reading. So the idea of one section for him for reading would be, every time you come across a word you don't know, you write it down. Okay. So that's his reading. So the idea would be then for us to review the words he doesn't remember to get him to kind of learn those words right and then i just asked him what else he wants to learn and it was like race cars and was it dinosaurs or planets or no i think he said i think heisen was saying dinosaurs and planets and jonathan's like oh i want one of my sections to be on that and i feel like we put a i don't know if we put the history in there but we should have because oh, there it is. <laughs> uh hold on. um so yeah so um the and then I did that with Kamor. She wanted to learn about princesses and uh, ballerinas. So it's like, princesses and ballerinas. I was like, we'll do two separate sections because we'll do princesses and then we'll do real ballerinas. I mean, we're probably going to do real princesses in there too, but, I've, you know. Oh, I so have just ask them. Uh, for you. Okay. Um, my kids might have put it in the return box by accident. Uh, so, yeah. So I just feel like asking them what they're interested in and then make it, turning it into a subject works really well you know but again that's that's kind of generic but not really you know not really like something where you could start with that but if we read two books about princesses or we do anything i call it a win you know yeah it's not like so the idea is that the 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 sections can change over time um i don't think the twins all got a full five different things like one was abc's i need them to start learning how to write their letters better and then I gave numbers to Kaisen. Oh, I did. I put down geometry for them because I wanted to combine shapes and numbers so I could start teaching them this side. So I put graph paper in there. But that's about it. What we're going to do this cement, like what we're going to do, Kimura has broken her binder twice. I guess she dropped it and everything came out of it. I'm like, you messed it up. She's like, no, I did it. I'm like, who did it then? I don't know. Like, it's you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's just dropping it. And because it's a binder from five below, it's just oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything falling out of it. I'm just so annoyed. But yeah, um, 
So the binder thing works really well. I, I love binders. They were $3 and I, I mean, I've been trying to organize my own binders because of course I had to buy myself some folders and stuff to organize their stuff. I have so many binders of organized a, things that um, I don't even go in. <laughs> a book that we had out last week. Mm-hmm. Let's go do that. Um, about something about real princesses. It's a, oh. a picture book. But what it is, is a picture book. There's a, a medieval princess telling, like, telling the story of, like, so... You when you think of princesses, you probably think of like this pretty dress and this mm-hmm. pretty pink castle. This is what my castle actually looks like. Oh, I love it. And then it's like, and the boat, the moat is filled with potty water, and there's no electricity, and like all of these things. I love it already. Um, <laughs> it was cute. It was a quick read, and it was, it was cute. I'm trying to find. I'll mm-hmm. find the. Um, That's what I need. Find the titles of the the exact title. Yeah, Kaisen wanted dinosaurs and planets. And she wanted planets too, I think. But yeah, I've just been trying to figure out ways of teaching them stuff that... You know what's my problem, and I'm sure other people have this problem? Teaching them things that I have no interest in, right? So like that's why Jonathan's going to be joining you for history or whatever. But there's certain things about history that I do have an interest in. It's just, I guess, like the back story for them. But I don't really do this. So this is take it with a grain of like sarcasm but what i find easy is just letting your children um teach my kids about because <laughs> jonathan's ability to remember donald trump's name and then how how we deal with donald trump do you know how we deal with donald trump we have to vote him <laughs> and that's courtesy of Sasha <laughs> tegan so the bad oh what was it that one of them I don't know if it was Jonathan or Kamor who said the with the who like who's the bad guy? <laughs> like, oh Donald Trump, we have to vote him. Donald's like, Mommy, can you vote him? <laughs> I was like, Well, I can't vote him out of office until next year. So, you know, um well we're gonna work on that. <laughs> But the idea that I feel like if I would have sat down with them and had a conversation about Donald Trump, because I've been trying to teach them about Barack Obama and that's kind of going over their head. Um, It would, you know, but just having a conversation with other kids, which is valuable. I don't think that you need to send them to school for them to get some of that. But I'm not saying it's the only way they learn, but it, it has been helpful because now we can have conversations without me having to, like, go backwards and explain certain things to them. I do like stories podcast has that um, did an emperor's new clothes, but kind of made them made the emperor Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't they didn't say his name, but they the the actor who does the voice you could tell it kind of sounds like he's trying to emulate Donald Trump. But yeah, but that was uh, anyway. I don't know what else do we have. Mm. Let's see, right now, what are my kids interested in? Tegan is still doing French and guitar. And Sierra is really into doing hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and has Tegan come in her room and sit on the floor and she does Tegan's hair. <laughs> That's cute. 
Um, have you seen those dolls? Those big body dolls for kids to do hair? Something new? No. It's like a bust, like yeah. a Barbie bust that's like big. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think Kamora wants one, but I'm going to try to like downplay that as much as possible. Because it's just another thing that would be thrown on my floor. <laughs> I let them play in my hair when I want to keep them distracted. <laughs> what else? And they're both were re-picking up with re-picking up starting up again with cooking so yesterday Tegan we went through all the steps Tegan made pancakes today Sasha made scrambled egg wraps so we're switching off daily to see I offered to give my let my niece use my radish Mm -hmm. since we have the full year um my sister wants to start cooking with her more often. I was like, oh, she's perfect for the radish age since my kids were too picky for some of the dishes or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give Well, I mean, even things that they already eat, just being able to make things that they already eat. Well, yeah, well, that's the, the challenge right now is trying to get, I don't understand, your kids understand how to use an oven without any issues so we got to get back on that but yeah see she made eggs her eggs this morning on the stove she burned her arm a little bit but she knew she went and got um the lavender oil and put it on it and it was fine to make pancakes on the griddle oh my god um, the electric one mm-hmm Usually, I like to. I started them with stuff on the griddle because then I don't have to worry about them. Yeah. Leaving the gas on or anything like that. Yeah. That's what I might, I might have to invest in a griddle because getting them to learn how to make pancakes would be kind of cool for them to get into that. They also, we also never did the egg cracking thing that I was supposed to do. So oh, so I, I had the pictures. I was supposed to post, post to Instagram this morning. I was like, mm. what is it about the egg cracking that is so triggering? And like exhausting and anxiety fill filling and just I feel like it's the only time I feel like I'm gonna scream just like Is it shells everywhere? <laughs> no, but I mean even just like what the anticipation of watching them Who was with the eggs? It's just like we had And a- they're fairly good at it, but mm-hmm. it's just like ugh. There is a mom that we know, I'm not gonna say her name on this thing. Um, who her son could crack an egg it looked like he was going to get the whole shell in there but for some reason never got a shell in the bowl but it looked like the whole egg went into his hand like right, like he crushed the whole egg and managed to not get and I witnessed it and I was like oh I guess I could give my kid and this was when he was like three so I, I guess I can give my kids more trust in the kitchen hasn't happened yet because it's so funny Eggs are like 25 cents, right? They're super affordable. But I buy a carton of eggs for $4 and change, and I'm like, you're not wasting my eggs. <laughs> you know? Like, like, okay, they're probably not 25 cents if you're buying, like, um, mainstream eggs. So that's I'm like. The problem is I have to go to a store that's not Whole Foods and buy 
a one dollar nineteen cent carton of eggs to feel more comfortable <laughs> with my kids learning how to crack eggs and then also not worrying about them touching their mouth and getting salmonella from the other egg but i want them to learn how to crack eggs well that's what it is right it's like (laughs) i don't want egg on everything else like i don't care if you get shells in the bowl Mm -hmm. i don't want egg on everything like i don't want to have to scrub this entire kitchen because you cracked an egg (laughs) that a thing yeah No, it's the mess. The, not even the mess. It's just like a regular mess I can take. But mm-hmm. like the germ-based mess that you can infect my house and mm-hmm. infect everybody else. And like, mm, yeah, no, that, yeah, no, that is what. I don't know what the difference is, but I feel fine with my cage-free egg, my pasture-raised eggs than the other eggs out there. Like, <laughs> And then also, I don't, wanna, I don't know if I want to confuse them too much because we acknowledge that eggs, brown eggs are normal. Mm-hmm. So then if I bring a bunch of white eggs into <laughs> they'll be like, well, what are these? Somebody bleached the eggs? Yes, dear. That's exactly. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be a real issue because I'm pretty sure they've seen white eggs on other things. But I remember my cousin's daughter, who was like a teenager at the time, commenting on my brown eggs. I think she called them pink. She made some comment about the eggs and it was just like weird to her. You know, and I was just like, but this is normal. These are this is a normal color for an egg. But anyway, um, yeah. So I just gotta. I need to do it because they want to help out with more stuff. And one of my things is like when we make pancakes, the recipe calls for you to separate the eggs and the yolk. Mm. And I feel like that takes a skill that even some adults aren't really good at. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so getting just. Watch an episode of MasterChef and see what you're denying. The potential you're denying your children. <laughs> no, we got to get there. But that that would be fun. I saw, like, I, I your, your things give me motivation to get back on it. Because even with the baking, we weren't we haven't done any baking since Bake Club. Mm. Like, what are we in May for Bake Club? So I haven't really allowed them to help me bake anything. Um, they don't help me with pancakes and waffles that much anymore because I don't make I haven't been making waffles that much or if I do it They're like running around and I'm trying to hurry up and quickly do it. So we stopped with the assistance in the kitchen um, And I could get them back on the radish, but I like the idea of radish, but I think for our family it just didn't fill the need that I need like it's still is requiring me to go back and like still want to teach like do stuff with them so but like i said for my niece it would be great even with my phone on silent <laughs> um what else i don't know i think we're good um so that's what we're doing we for some people for someone who didn't have like a topic or whatever to discuss i think we kind of knocked out some things hopefully you enjoy it we'll I guess we'll see you around next time. Have anything, any parting words to leave um, with the listeners? Alright, um, so now we're good. Alright, well, this has been Frame of Reference. Um, it's Chinese and Takesha, and we'll see you next time. I'll talk to you. Well, you'll hear us next time, whatever. <laughs>